Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey everyone, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today we have a special guest, Deborah Norville, who you all know from her many decades on national television. A two-time Emmy Award winner, Deborah is anchor of Inside Edition, the country's top-rated and most honored syndicated news magazine. Ratings jumped 15% the week that Deborah joined the program, and they have remained high ever since. Throughout her tenure, the show has consistently ranked in the top 10 television shows in first-run syndication. Inside Edition reaches a daily audience of just under 5 million viewers. Deborah is currently the longest-serving anchor on American television, and she is an inductee into the Broadcasting and Cable Hall of Fame. Prior to Inside Edition, you would have seen her on CBS News, where she was anchor and correspondent, and prior to that, she was the host of NBC's Today and anchor of NBC News at Sunrise. She began her career at WAGA-TV in Atlanta while still a student at the University of Georgia, where she was elected to Phi Beta Kappa and graduated summa cum laude. Deborah is also a best-selling author and lecturer. Her book, Thank You, Power, Making the Science of Gratitude Work for You, detailed the connection between gratitude and enhanced cognitive function and energy. It was a New York Times bestseller. She has written several other books as well, and she has also co-authored and or written the foreword for five Chicken Soup for the Soul books, including one about the power of gratitude. Deborah is also a world-class knitter and crocheter and for a time even had her own line of yarn and needles. She's also a very busy mother of three and wife to her longtime husband. And from watching her on Instagram, I know she (laughs) is always on the go. So I'm grateful to her for finding the time to chat today. So Deborah, welcome back to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Thank you, Amy. I will always find time to talk to you, especially about chicken soup. Well, thanks. I know we're both in the storytelling game, right? I just do mine on paper and you do yours on the screen. Yeah, and that means yours lasts a lot longer. (laughs) Well, yours reaches more people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I want to thank you, first of all, for your story in the 30th anniversary edition of Chicken Soup for the Soul Your story is about one of my favorite Chicken Soup for the Soul topics, and that's gratitude. So let's talk about that. Why is gratitude so important to our well-being? Oh, my God. First of all, I'm so happy to be a part of the 30th anniversary edition of Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's just this book, this series of books, really, has just been such such a safe harbor 
for the millions and millions of people who have read it. So to answer your question, I think gratitude is the blessing that gives life to all the other blessings. Gratitude is the one thing that doesn't cost anything, that everyone can have, that everyone can find something for which to be grateful. There's just a universality about gratitude. And it's very funny. It wasn't something that that the mass has generally talked about. And I don't know, I just, when I discovered it, not that I discovered it, but when I discovered its power and the power that gratitude could have in my own life, I just felt like I had to share the story. I had to share the news. You know, that's what I do professionally is I tell people about stuff. And, and this was really not just life changing, it was life affirming. And so I was so grateful to do some research or collate the research that people who were studying gratitude had found. And, you know, when you're grateful, you're smarter. It makes the part of your brain that does reasoning and logic work better. When you're grateful, you're able to come back from defeat and disappointments. It makes you more resilient. There's actually scientific proof to this. And so when I started learning these things, I was like, man, I have to share this. And I was just thrilled when, however many years ago it was, you said, oh, gosh, Deb, we would love to work with you and help share that message. Yeah, I've incorporated this into the keys to happiness that I talk about, because having read tens of Mm -hmm. thousands of Chicken Soup for the Soul stories, I have a pretty good idea now of what works for people and what makes them happy. And so I always say that the two most important keys to happiness are gratitude and forgiveness. And what I love about gratitude is what you and I have written about in the past, which is that you can add it on to your personality. You don't even have to be a naturally grateful person. Right. And I think it's easier to sum up, frankly, than forgiveness. Forgiveness is is truly a beautiful and almost holy thing. And it can be very difficult depending on the trauma, the wrong that you've been the recipient of. It can be really hard to say to someone, you should forgive. Well, that's easy for you to say. Frankly, I picked the easier key to happiness to talk about. It's a lot easier to say to someone, Oh, we have so much to be grateful for. You got up today. There's a sunrise. That first sip of coffee was amazing. Your friend you haven't talked to in forever, you got a letter from. There's always something to find to be grateful for. It's a little harder to find that the grace that it takes to forgive. So I wimped out. I took the easy way. And I totally agree with you. And I think this really (laughs) is, is the number one key to happiness. And there are so many personality traits that you can't really add on to your personality. You're kind of fully baked as an adult. But I love the way that so many people have written for us, and we put this in our Chicken Soup for the Soul book about the power of gratitude, how people have practiced it until it became a daily habit. Like they kept a gratitude journal and they wrote down three things a day they were grateful for. And after a week, they realized it was a lot easier to think of the things they were grateful for. And then they realized they were looking for those things all day long. I love the fact that we actually came up with something that people can add on to their personalities. Right. And and add on in a way that is not adding a burden. I think that's, you know, most of our lives are are too jam-packed. We have too much coming at us, too many responsibilities. The to-do list never gets done. But gratitude, and it's interesting, the researchers that I've spoken with who've studied this say, 50% of your personality probably is 
baked in, as you put it. But 50%, the part about gratitude isn't. So you can add on, as you say, you can add on the practice of gratitude. You can add on the ability to find things for which you're grateful. And it's really very easy. Probably if you're listening to this podcast, you're already a practitioner of gratitude. Otherwise, you know, maybe you clicked the wrong button and we're very grateful that you did. And you ended up listening to Amy Newmark and Chicken Soup for the Soul. And if you did just kind of stumble in here, I'm here to say that the practice of gratitude is super easy. All you have to do is come up with three things that you, not anybody else, and somebody might look at your list and go, well, that's the dumbest thing ever. It's not about them. It's about you. The three things that you found happened or occurred or came your way during the day that you feel made your day better. That's all. It could be... I got to work in plenty of time to do what I had to do and be in place, ready to go. My microphone tested so that I could do this conversation with you. I'm really grateful for that because I'm usually running late. So that's a plus for me. Someone who was anal and always there on time, they would look at that and think that's ridiculous, but that's okay. It's my list, not yours. Yeah. I mean, I have cancer, as you know. I mean, we both went through cancer as we were putting together our book about gratitude, and mine persists. And yet I find so many things to be grateful for, for example, having really good health insurance. I actually was sent to a psychiatrist at Sloan Kettering. I talked about this in a story in another book you and I did together, our Think Positive, Live Happy book. Yeah. And I went to her because my oncologist set it up. And I went to her to talk about like how to cope with my fear. And she sat me down and we talked. And the first thing she said was, what are you grateful for? And I went on and on and on for probably 20 minutes without stopping. (laughs) And basically at the end of the 50 minute hour, she said, well, I don't need to ever see you again. You're, you're good. Like you're totally good. No work for me here. That's awesome. She, She was like, you have everything you need for this cancer journey. You don't need a psychiatrist to help you. And I totally attribute it to all of the different things I've learned from Chicken Soup for the Soul with the number one being this power of gratitude, which ties into also looking for the silver lining, knowing it's there, Mm -hmm. always knowing that that Mm -hmm. silver lining is there. At the moment a bad thing happens, I practice the power of gratitude and I think ahead and I think, I'm going to be talking about something good that came out of this also. I know that's coming. And so I just enter the downs in my life knowing I'm going to find those silver linings. You know, it's so funny you say that because I do a variation of that. When the you know what hits the fan in my life, I very consciously ask myself, where's the thank you power? Where is the silver lining, that aspect of this challenge that I'm, I'm looking straight in the face, that I am later going to look at as a blessing or a benefit that I am somehow made better because of that. And again, there's a knowingness to it. It's knowing that it's there. And and that requires, if, if you know that it's there, then you also have to be receptive to whatever it might be. And it may be that you don't, you don't get the job. You lose your job and you think, well, that's great. God, you know, closes the door, opens a window, we've all heard that, and you think it's going to be X, and it turns out not to be. And when you thought this was going to be my victory, this was going to be my reward, and it turns out you were wrong, 
that's really hard. But when you have that faith that I'm a Christian, I'm a religious person, and so it's God's will, not mine, that's a very easy thing to say. It's a real hard thing to sort of give it up. But if you believe that there is something positive meant for you to come, it gets you through the day because there is an anticipation to what that might be. And when you're at the end of that day, you go, wow, I got through today. I'm still not through the challenge, but I'm through this day. And that is one little brick that you can put in that foundation of resilience that you're building when you're going through that challenge. And you have been through such a challenge as you've been fighting this cancer battle. I think every every individual who has been a part of the chicken soup army in contributing stories has to feel really good knowing that they've helped you get through this challenge. Yeah, they all have. They really have. And that's the power of storytelling. And we're going to take a quick break for an ad, and then we're going to be back. And when we come back, let's talk about storytelling and the storytelling that you do at Inside Edition. We're back with Deborah Norville, anchor of Inside Edition since 1995. So you're heading to your own 30th anniversary in a couple more years. And like Chicken Soup for the Soul, your show is all about storytelling and improving people's lives. So what has made the show so successful for three decades now? And has it changed over those three decades? Are you, you're covering different things now? We're celebrating our 35th anniversary. In fact, Deborah Norville and her husband just celebrated their 35th anniversary in December. And then in January, Inside Edition officially began celebrating its 35th season on the air. And somebody asked me, said, well, how does a, how does a marriage last this long? How does a TV show last this long? And I said, well, I think, I think it's kind of the same thing. You know, you can get into a tussle and you can, you can go at it mano a mano, or you can just let it go. And what I've chosen to do, and maybe that's got me to my it's definitely got me to my 35th wedding anniversary, and hopefully it'll get me to my 30th work anniversary, is the stuff that you might want to get into an argument about, sometimes the best course of action is to just let it go. But I think the way Inside Edition, and we have definitely changed over the years, what hasn't changed is our mission to try to help you have greater context to the events that are going on we pretty well assume that you know what's happening. When you turn on Inside Edition, you know what the news of the day is because it's been coming at you and news alerts on your phone. We usually air adjacent to the local news or the evening news, so you probably just finished watching a newscast. But what we do is we give a little bit of context. So it might be Oh gosh, I'm, you know, what are the stories that uh, we just had a, a there's a murder that happened. A, a children's book author, funnily enough, who wrote a story about grief after her husband died and it became quite popular and sold very well on Amazon. She just got arrested for the murder of the husband that she was writing about grief about. Only on Inside Edition would we find that story. So we told that story, and then because, frankly, it did very well with the audience, people were sort of horrified slash fascinated, we found another angle that you weren't going to see on the news, and that is the woman who set them up 
She was her coworker at the Home Depot where they worked. And the guy comes in, sparks flew. She said, you guys should go out. And now, of course, she has all sorts of regret that this man is dead. This woman is charged with the murder. And gosh, did I play a role in all of that? That's kind of a fascinating story doesn't change your life one way or the other, but it's interesting to see. And then on the flip side, we'll do a story. I mean, one of my favorite stories is, and it kind of goes under the umbrella, a mom on a mission is an unstoppable force. And this is the story of a woman from Connecticut who was diagnosed with a very rare form of cancer called multiple myeloma. And at the time she was diagnosed, the doctors told her, unfortunately, it's diagnosis to death in about four years. There really aren't any drugs in use to treat this particular type of cancer, and there doesn't seem to be a great deal of work on the research front for it. Well, you couldn't get a more bleak picture. And most of us would just throw ourselves a pity party and get ready to die. But this woman and her identical twin sister said, no, we're not going to go that route. So they took a VC approach. They realized there wasn't anybody doing research, and we'll never be able to afford the research that finds the drug, but we can raise enough money through fundraisers, and that's how we met. They asked me to help host one of their galas. We can raise enough money through fundraisers to to fund the seed research, to do the seed funding for promising research. They had a board of scientific advisors, and they would give a little bit of money, and they figured if the results are promising, then Big Pharma will come in and take it the rest of the way. Well, long story short, Big Pharma did exactly that. And this woman, who should have been dead probably 15 years ago, is very much alive. She was named one of Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People on the Planet. There are now at least seven drugs in widespread use for the treatment of multiple myeloma. I'm on one of their boards, and the head of our scientific committee said, a few years ago, well, we may not come up with a cure. He said, I believe we will see this disease as a chronic illness, much like juvenile diabetes, where we can't cure it, but you don't die from it. And best of all, Kathy Juisty, this is her name, has changed the way cancer research is done. Instead of everybody doing all the initial research and replicating everybody else's work, she created the Multiple Myeloma Research Consortium where it's basically you share your data, I'll give you mine. And that has now become standard operating procedure in cancer research in general. So I, who had thyroid cancer, and you who've been dealing with your cancer, are the beneficiaries of what this woman and her team have helped to do. I love telling that story because it's a reminder to all of us that one person who's quote-unquote nobody can change the world. Yeah, I, I love Kathy's story. She actually lives in my town. I know she yeah. does. I don't know if you guys know each other. I don't but know yeah. her, but a friend of mine was diagnosed with multiple myeloma a year ago. This beautiful, only 50-year-old woman, good friend of mine, and I put her in touch with Kathy. So I'm hoping my friend will have a really good outcome also, just like Kathy. Yeah. No, it's, it's remarkable. And, and those are the stories that we like to tell at Inside Edition because, frankly, so much of what is on the news is upsetting and negative. And, I mean, here's a sad commentary, Amy, on the state of affairs these days. So we do the broadcast, and then after we do the broadcast, we tape a few little 
evergreen things like, and now this breaking story, just in case something happens after we no longer have access to the studio, but we can still throw it in the show and, and do an updated version for like the mountain or West Coast time zones. Last week, we added a new evergreen wrap, and it's about another shooting. It's a headline we've heard far too often, and once again today, there is a mass shooting to report. Here's the latest. And we now do that on a daily basis. And because we have to report those kinds of stories, we make a very concerted effort on Inside Edition to be sure to to tell the story of, as Mr. Rogers' mother put it, the helpers. There's always a helper. We need to hear those stories because those stories give us hope. Those stories help us get through a really tough day. And those stories remind us of the good in humanity, especially during those times when the headline reminds us that evil is very much prevalent as well. Well, Deborah, thank you for that inside look at Inside Edition which is a fascinating show. And thank you for joining us today on the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Thank you. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening today. Please join me next time when CBS News Radio personality Pat Farnack joins us to chat about her career in news radio and the power of fresh starts, which she talks about in her story that appears in Chicken Soup for the Soul, 30th Anniversary Edition. Deborah, it was a pleasure to talk to you again. Always fun to be with you, Amy. Thank you so much. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.